You're listening to The Bottom Bible. I'm Katie. I'm Vanessa. This is a weekly podcast brought to you by a couple of bottom-loving bitches who want to talk about sex, relationships, current events, pop culture, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. To tell me what you want from me. I, I really need it. I, I really need it. Hello. Hi. And welcome to the 100th episode of The Bottom Bible. 100. 100. Ah! I'm doing like crowd noises. Is that Roman numeral C? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Roman. <laughs> I don't know. It's sans in 23 uh, me French, said no. so maybe. I don't know. A lot of Latin. Cien? That's not a Roman. But Oh, that makes sense. Maybe. Oh, I'm gonna go with yes. It's a C note. Um, yes. C note. Yeah, I'm basically yeah, a like genius now. <laughs> <laughs> did you like? Did you do you know musicals? Do you know Guys and Dolls? Um, I know of it, a little bit of it. Oh, there's like a um, famous line but... where she's like, "C note, C note," and that's how Adelaide talks. A poison oh, could develop a cult. Okay. Um. Wow. This is this is great. This is a wild ride. I love already, this musical love episode. So. <laughs> oh my god if we did a musical episode that would be incredible for the 200th we'll do a I'd musical episode just be silent um, for me um so exciting we are drinking some beverages tonight this is oh, the yeah. first beverage alcoholic beverage Adult that i beverage. have consumed in a month um so i did a dry it was like a dry little bit before august so this is like the end of august it worked out math worked out Math is hard. Um, but it's some champagne because we have to celebrate 100 <gasps> times of you guys hearing us talk about so many wonderful, magical things. Um, and then so many um, things. I'm two whiskeys in. Yeah. What I'm did you on, mix it with? I'm on a whiskey with a peach Bundaberg. Mm. Um, that sounds good. Uh, what is this? Ginger beer. So peach mm. Bundaberg ginger beer. With the whiskey, delicious, so refreshing. Um, so nice. I drank it twice. <laughs> um, oh god, I have to like pace myself um, back into the whole drinking thing. So for this one hundredth episode, what we are going to do is you have seen us, you have heard us um, over the airwaves. Ask for your questions. You've seen them in our Instagram stories. We've had friends um, of the pod, other podcasters. Um, we've had text messages with questions um, for us to answer. And I have them all in a little hat right here. You can hear nice ASMR for you ASMR fans. ASMR. And so what we're going to do um, is it's going to be totally random grab bag style. I'm just going to shake the hat. And then I am going to pick out a question and we are going to answer it. And I didn't say like who these are from. Just, you know, everybody's privacy and all that jazz. So, Privacy. thank you to all of those that submitted questions. Um, we had a lot. It's amazing. I always think when we do that, we're going to get, like, radio silence, just crickets. Um, we had so many people One. submitting questions. <gasps> just yeah. a, we, this episode is just a question. Um, okay. A question. Are oh, and ready? then we also have, because I procrastinated and forgot to ask Dr. Boyfriend, because he's not on the social media, for questions until literally right before Katie and I were supposed to record, he's going to have his own segment. 
where yeah, I read do... some of his questions because he asked me too many. Frankly, yeah. I was a little turned on, <laughs> but also annoyed. But that's how I move. That's that's my favorite. No, I wasn't annoyed. I just wasn't prepared for how many he was going to ask and because he got real into it. He asked me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions. And so were like I was able to... Questions with a capital Q. Yeah, they, they were questions with a capital K. Um, I'm answering three <laughs> of them. And the others I kind of like uh, for future topics or actually were just questions I wasn't going to be able to answer <clears throat> like really quickly while I've been mm. drinking. So I yeah. answered three before I started drinking and now I'm going to read them after I started drinking. So we'll see where that takes us. We'll see where oh, that goes. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Okay. Shoo. Let's do this. I am going to grab this. the first question. Okay. I'm nervous. Ooh, this is a good first question. Dream <gasps> podcast guest. So our dream <gasps> podcast oh. guest. And I think for each of these, we should both just answer individually. Um, so it doesn't okay, have to be a team agreed. effort. Um, right, right. I uh, I think I have mine. Who? I would love to interview... Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek, son of Eugene oh. Levy. Reason being is I didn't realize this fact. So we lost, um, we lost, oh, I can't, Fred. Um, uh, Willard. I can't think of, yes, Fred Willard. Thank you. Recently. And we love that whole troop and all of the Waiting for Guffman, Spinal Tap, all that whole crew. And I've been watching, I've rewatching Schitt's Creek. It's been amazing. Um, and there I would love to talk to him just as Dan but also mm-hmm. about you know the impact of how they naturally and seamlessly and beautifully incorporated a same-sex relationship and a pansexual character into a hilarious you know comedy show it was so natural and it was so organic and I think it meant a lot to mm-hmm. a lot of people because it was so natural and organic. But also something that my boo pointed out that I didn't even think because I was like, wow, I bet it was like a scene he had with Catherine O'Hara. And I was like, wow, you know, I bet that must be so amazing. That must be such an honor to act aside Catherine O'Hara. And then he was like, oh, I'm sure he grew up with her. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even oh, think yeah. about that. So I would love to talk to him about what that experience was like. Not only being around his father, who is brilliant and a genius in his own right, but then being surrounded by the Christopher Guests and the Fred Willards and the Catherine O'Hara's of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be my pick. And he's just a dreamboat. I love him. He seems so sweet. He really is. Oh, gosh. I think my... Oh, God. I think my dream podcast... Ooh, it might be a couple, but they're brother and sister. Who? Amy and David Sedaris. <gasps> oh, the Sedaris is. Oh my god, that's great. That's amazing because they've led incredibly interesting lives. They're both like amazing performers at what they do. Like David Sedaris is an, my fate, one of my favorite writers. Yeah, but also like performs it really because he does his own read like his 
shows or his book mm-hmm. tours or him reading to mm-hmm. the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, they're hilarious. They are creative. So like weird, but in a great way. Um, and I love them both and yeah. feel like I know them from watching and reading and perform, like, you know, watching what they do and the at home with Amy Sedaris. I oh, have made a so fake good. cake from her book. Um, yeah, I think it would be them. That's genius. I love that. I am on board with them. So Amy and David, um, this is your formal invitation and Dan as well. Formal invitation. Please come on our podcast and um anytime we shall muster the courage to ask you questions okay oh i was like oh we'd be happy to (laughs) i'm gonna make vanessa ask you all the questions okay next speaking of questions next one just assume i'm shuffling and out of it oh these are i'm watching her keeping her honest um what are some upcoming pod topics what are we gonna talk about oh oh you know what hold on because I just happen to have that written down in my notebook oh. here. Okay, so just a couple. Let's see. Uh, we are working on something with long-distance relationships mm-hmm. with a friend of the pod uh, who's in the midst of a long-distance relationship. Um, a tarot card reading. Yeah, for spooky, spooky times. Um, for spooky, spooky times. <laughs> and um, a few things because of the pandemic, obviously. Like yeah. people who are working like in the service industry during the pandemic time, during the pandemic, people who have been married and um, people who have given birth yes, during yeah. uh, the pandemic. Yeah. So, and also some fun stuff with like Katie and I reviewing and recapping things that I'm not going to share because those yeah. are funny. And We're also going to do like some deep dives into like the history of gynecology. It's very dark. Mm-hmm. Um and maybe do some more interviews. I love to do the interviews. It's so fun. It's mm-hmm. such an honor. We've had we have had so many great people come on this podcast that are just so brilliant and so kind and so funny and so talented. And it's you guys are amazing. I can't wait to do that um, and keep carrying on with that. Okay. Oh, oh, a long one. Oh, oh my boy. god, <laughs> this one's amazing. <laughs> Would you rather be able to twerk or pop it on a handstand? So would you rather be able to twerk or pop it? And I think I know it. I'm, I think this is a youth, bless. Um, I think I do know what pop it on a handstand means. I think you're doing a handstand and you pop it. Right. I, ooh. I'd probably rather pop it because I think pop it is the, the more classic stand? move. Yeah. Yeah. Like popping it is going to be a little, like it's going to stand the test of time. Twerking is a little more specific. It, it got a little more, uh, a little trendier. Yeah. Yeah. And got a little pump- like pumpkin spice. You know, it's a little pumpkin spice latte. And, you know, like the old got into <laughs> it, like me. So once the old got a hold of it, like it's done. Mm-hmm. But it's like Facebook. classic olds can still get the classic or olds can still get mm-hmm. pop it, which is a classic move. But a classic move transcends, you know, yes, generations and, and everything. So I think that I'd rather pop it. I am also going to pick. That I answer, know who wrote that. But we do. just because I want to be able to do a handstand. 
I don't so much care about the puppet part. Oh. But I really, like, I can kind of yeah. do a handstand, but I would love to be able to, like, flawlessly execute a handstand, like a cartwheel, you know? No, I'm going to need, like, the CGI team that did Inception <laughs> that had that whole room go upside down. I'm going to need that. So I hope that that's in the budget. Have you seen those bat goths? It's that film. They were like, this is what, like, yes. <laughs> goths that are in. That's what you're going to need yeah. that. They flip it upside yeah. down. <laughs> I'm going to need that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my God. Great question. Great, great questions. Okay. I'm already a little drunk. It's happening. Um, that's what happens when you don't that's drink alcohol for a whole month and you have a glass and a half of champagne. Um, ooh, what's your favorite style decade? Um, looking past all societal <gasps> atrocities, Avi. <laughs> yeah. Looking past all Style that. atrocities aside. Um, or social atrocities. What did I say? Um, yeah, social atrocities. Um, I mean, I it's so I love a good French sixties sixties hands down, but a French sixties style like a Francois Hardy. Mm-hmm. Give me those fringy bangs. Give me the Bridget Bardot. Give me, give me, give me, give me a short little like baby doll dress. Yes, I'm going to say. Hard same as my fave. Um, I'm talking about like maybe an early 60s. I want to mm, say like a pre-Beatle. Let's say six. Yeah, like a 63, 64, mm. where it's like the beginning of a like dream outfit would be like mini skirt with a black mini skirt, black top with a white Peter Pan oh, collar. Oh my God. And Bridget Bardot sex hair. Yes. That's such a look. But as a brunette, mm, obviously. Such a look. Yeah. Winged eyeliner. Really simple makeup, except for the winged eyeliner, really. Like, that's all I want. Um, a close second would be, like, the 20s. Oh. Which is not a look I can really, like, I don't wear it because, one, I hate sleeveless. Um, a shapeless dress on me just is, the shape is grimace. Um, <laughs> and like a bob with bangs I can't do so I can't do anything in the 60s in the 20s yeah but I love the way that the 20s look and everything that came with it like the independence for women like cutting off their hair braless you know no corsets no shapewear or anything independence uh for voting you know the suffragette yeah the uh even like what we always overly romanticize in the times of um um what's it called prohibition yeah where i'm sure if you were really in it like it's probably not that glam it's not great um but again looking through rose colored glasses stylish rose colored glasses yeah if i could pull off a 20s look i would i, I can't love an art so I don't. deco an art deco look mm-hmm 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 so good it just seemed like a big like a a time where there was like a a big refresh like a big yeah uh style change like a big control alt delete in style where it was like none of this had been seen before this was all new and it meant more than just the clothes it was about like for women especially Mm -hmm. you know declaring your independence that you know i'm a strong bob haired woman mm-hmm. um get the fuck out of my way and give me a birth control pill yeah. <laughs> i'm on my way to the polls to vote i was gonna say maybe give me also my birth control a vote pill. um yeah that's good next question 
These are so long. Oh, when will you be doing a live stream again? Don't know. Um, Maybe we can do a spooky, spooky. I'm terrified of them. Live stream? So I will do it next when Katie makes me. Okay. (laughs) That is a great answer. I'll do it. Like, I'll do it. I'll do it if she makes me. But am I going to volunteer one? (laughs) I love. No. I totally get that, though, because I love it because I do. It's fascinating to me that you are terrified because you're so good at them. Um, but I get it though. But I get it. Uh, yeah, I I need the warm, safe, weighted blanket of editing. Yeah, to feel truly like I can do my best. Yeah, life's a bitch. I'll fuck it up. I'll fuck it up real good sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I try not to because I'm not the one who edits, so I don't want to create more work for she who edits, our editing queen. We should really have an alias for you oh my god i love that we need Haley we need boner a like day. behind the scenes you Haley boner day our our editor um our producer Haley boner day who has to edit all our podcasts i don't want to create more work for ms boner day <laughs> that's incredible okay i th- so much is happening right now i'm oh. like the champagne is hitting oh. boobs are happening okay all right so let's see Oh my god, I know who this is from. But I'm gonna just gonna leave oh this. Boy. This is just a question only for Vanessa. <gasps> for me? Is it rough being so brilliant? Oh. Oh, I know who wrote this. <laughs> me too. Um You have to feel she's they they are a queen mm-hmm. or king. I don't know. They are royalty. Um I I don't um it's like when, <laughs> look, I'm not good at taking compliments. I know. So I say a humble thank you. And I mean, I do what I can. <laughs> um, no, it's just, look, again, Haley Boner Day and the magic of editing. Because Katie and I, Katie and I, um, it's a good team. It's good chemistry. What, what many times one will set it up and the other one can spike it mm-hmm. um but it's all made that much smoother through the power of editing yeah uh and when you take out all the like uh, uh oh Katie, let's edit this out. <laughs> when you have someone you know able to fine-tune it and make you know pretty good snappy you know repartee sounds smoother because she's taking out all the uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and sometimes I'm not gonna lie we do things a couple times before we get it right yeah um it just makes it sound that much better so um is it easy ask Haley Boner Day <laughs> she puts her bra on one boob at a time you guys <laughs> Vanessa it's <laughs> just like us okay Ooh, this is an interesting one. What's been the most challenging aspect of having a podcast? Most difficult Hello. thing. Um, I would say in the, I think it's changed. I would say in the beginning, mm-hmm. it was really dialing in the sound. Um, so COVID-19 of it all in the quarantine was kind of a little bit of a hurdle. Um, to readapt and we did Zencaster and that's been a dream. Um, 
But I think keeping the topics, having a balance of fun topics, but then also Mm -hmm. topics that maybe are like passion projects for us that aren't necessarily quite Mm -hmm. as quote unquote fun or funny or sexy. Um, but right. are kind of feed our own interests a little bit. Because um, some mm-hmm. of the sex topics mm-hmm. absolutely do. I mean, everything that we talk about, I love. Um, but there are some that, like, I know, like, for me, like, the gynecology, like, that's, you know, not everybody's going to care about the history of gynecology. But to me, it's really right. fascinating. Right. So it's balancing that out with, like, let's talk about, like, penises for Boner! Yay! <laughs> Haley! Um, what about you? What's the most challenging thing? Well, because I was not involved in the, like, technical part of it. Uh, for me, in the beginning, it was just getting over the fear of speaking into a microphone because I had never done it before. Uh, yeah. Well, I had, but the last time yeah. I had spoken into a microphone, I had a panic attack, literally. Um, so I think it was getting comfortable with hearing myself talk mm-hmm. that much. And oh God, as always, editing myself, because again, that is where Haley Boner Day comes in and can snip things that don't need to be there and can, you know, get the point across, but we didn't need six paragraphs to do it. Um, And I think now, aside from not being able to record in the same room, Mm -hmm. um, I thought like there was going to be like, the energy wasn't going to be right, but it still works. I think because we also use Zoom and we can see each other. That helps a lot. That helped a lot. Yeah. Um, but now I think it would really just be like, now it's time to start growing the audience and that's hard because there's so many podcasts. There's so much stuff to do. Yeah. There's so many things to choose from and to listen to. So when we do see the numbers in the grand, grand scheme of podcasts, they're not huge numbers, but they're, I think we've made this joke before when we see more downloads than there are friends that we know. Yeah. And you realize like. Oh, people besides like my coworkers and my friends are listening. Mm-hmm. How did they hear about it? Um, yeah, didn't we like, have like four hundred and sixty-five or something downloads like one week, and we were like, yeah, ex- wait, just wait, excuse me, yeah, just a couple weeks ago yeah. there was somebody. I don't remember the state now. Yeah, which like some podcasts get that Sorry. within like an hour, which is amazing, but like. Everything we've done has just been word of mouth and just we don't Mm -hmm. know anybody other than, you know, our beautiful friends and fans that have come along for this ride. So we're just doing it all pretty organically. So I think that as well, it makes those return listeners that Mm -hmm. much more meaningful because it's like, oh, you, you, you just genuinely like the podcast. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. That being said, please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Share us with your friends. Um, Share yeah. us with your friends. Yeah, Grab like, their phones and subscribe to us. Growing, doing, like we've talked about the Patreon. We're going to do it. It's just another hurdle. It's kind of scary. It's just a new step, a new part of it. Um, but we are going to do it. And we've said it. We promise we will. Also, 
Yes. Some of the stuff we had planned for Patreon things were when we were recording in the same room. Yeah. We were going, there was certain kinds of content that we were going to create, but it, it, you know, all kind of. Yeah stemmed from us being in the same room and now it's just kind of retooling it and figuring it out a way to still do it the way we wanted to do it yeah absolutely also, you know there's a pandemic so it's happening um okay let's get into it i'm like showing more and more and more cleavage as the episode goes so she really is yeah I don't know what's happening. It's just oh, it was it had just dipped out of frame. Like you would the V had just gone into where I couldn't see it anymore. <laughs> there you go. Oh, this is another style one. And it says, for both of you, who is your style icon? So who would be your celebrity <gasps> or your style oh. icon? Um Okay, I know mine. And mine actually, you would think I would say like Francois Hardy, because that's, you know, not wrong. Um, but my true, 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 true style icon is Alexa Chung, whose style icon is oh, also I like Jane that. Birkin and Francois Hardy. Jane Birkin, yeah, yeah, All yeah. those people. Um, but I just, every time I go get my hair cut, she, not every time, but 90 to 80% of the time, I will bring in a picture of Alexa Chung. Um, she just has mm-hmm. this like blend of like, sometimes she's hyper feminine. Other times she's a bit more, um like masculine and I just enjoy I enjoy her personality and I enjoy she's so quick she's so witty she doesn't take it all that seriously and it's refreshing and I just there's a a whimsy and a um um I don't know what you would call there's a there's an effortlessness yes about her style yeah you every anything she is wearing looks like something that actually came out of her closet like not a stylist rack it yeah. really looks like she would 100% own. Like, that's really her thing. She yeah. actually really likes what she's wearing. She picked it out. Yeah. It means something to her. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I enjoy that. Um. I Well, this is one of those times when I probably should have gone first. Uh, because my... Oh, my <laughs> God. not quite so serious. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's what I have to go with. It's Wednesday, Adam. I love. Because... It's a little bit creepy. Um, it's a little ooky spooky. But here's the other ooky here's spooky. the other part of that. The ooky spooks. There aren't a lot of plus size icons that I relate to. There are mm. a lot of plus size um, style bloggers and Instagram people. You know, like fa- Instagram, like fashion people. Um, but they don't look like me. Like I don't have large breasts. Yeah. So I have not seen many people that look like me in media. Mm-hmm. There one weren't a lot of plus size people to begin with. Like it was like Ricky Lake was really the first time somebody plus size came into the, you know, into the style mix. And I don't look like Ricky Lake. Yeah, I don't no. have Ricky Lake's body. Um, a lot of plus size models are still very like ideal measurements. It's hourglass. It's big mm-hmm. bust, big hips, little like snatched waist, which I would fucking kill for. I don't have that body type. Not many people do. Yeah. Um, 
So even with plus size fashion, it's still pretty idealized. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the, the proportions are still pretty ideal. It's, it's that hourglass, really curvy figure. And that's amazing. And I love it. I just don't have it. Yeah. So a lot of times my fashion is usually going to be influenced by more straight size content. Mm-hmm. but I have to tweak it to fit mm. my body. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do a mix of plus size fashion and like, uh, you know, like whatever standard size. Um, and I just have to find pieces that fit me. So sometimes when I wear, like I love a bodysuit and a skirt. Mm-hmm. That is my go-to for work, for play. It's she a bodysuit and a skirt. The reason, <laughs> the reason I love the bodysuit is because it doesn't move. It stays and you don't have to worry about pulling it up or down. I mean, sometimes yeah. it'll snatch a piece of you that you don't want snatched. Sometimes <laughs> it un, un, like snaps and that's a problem. But whatever, you just put on to make sure you have underwear on. Um, but it doesn't move. I don't have to constantly be adjusting it. And it fits my upper half. Mm. in a complimentary way I can go a little more form-fitting on top because I don't have big boobs I don't have to worry about something like I don't I can't really wear a tunic because then I just completely disappear underneath it then I just look big and there's no shape to me Uh, so if I wear a body conscious top with a round or circle skirt on the bottom Mm -hmm. that for me it it does sometimes accentuate the pear shape of it it all but it is what it is I'm pear shaped and I'm pear shaped I'm not going to be anything other than this shape so so I still would be really I would be hard pressed to find anybody uh actress model performer whatever that looks like me Mm -hmm. I just I don't see it yeah and we obviously exist because I'm not the only person in this boat, but um, I don't see it. So yeah. sometimes I make it up as I go and I pick and choose from different things. But I think mostly what people respond to is like what you were saying, like with Alexa Chung. Yeah. Most people respond to um, authenticity. So if you like what you're wearing and what you're wearing really reflects you, Like people are going to like it, whether it's their cup of tea, whether they would wear it or not. You can see when someone's got, you know, someone's feeling themselves and it's got that little extra, you know, pop on the, what was it? Whatever it was. They've got that extra pop. Yeah. The pop that wasn't the twerk. Um, So I do. I get a lot of comments for the stuff I wear. Um, (laughs) When Dr. Boyfriend and I first started dating and like going out to places he was um taken aback i think by how many times people said something to, it's always women by the way it's yeah. always women yeah. by the time women what every time women would say something like oh i like this or oh that's cute or i love this i love that and i would like oh thank you <laughs> and i would say like i'm trying to like not be an asshole but i was like well, yeah i get that a lot but i think it's because i'm wearing stuff that like well fuck it let's just do it yeah um, I'm also an, kind of an idiot with my money when it comes to clothes because because 
<laughs> if I like something, I'm going to buy it because I know I might not find another one that fits. Or sometimes there's golden opportunities. Like, yeah. did you find jeans that fit you like fucking perfectly? Okay. That's a, that's a, a golden nugget treasure for anybody. Mm-hmm. Especially a golden nugget treasure for plus size. Yeah. Like, can I find a pair of jeans that, you know, doesn't gap three inches at my waist? Rarely. Um, so if, when I do find them, whatever they cost, I'm buying three of them. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, we got baby Bob in here. Bobber. Oh, yeah. That yeah, I sense. saw that all happening behind you. I know. It was amazing. Little baby. Katie's boo tried to sneak in with that cat <laughs> and he was quiet, but I could see him. <laughs> Um, I can see that. Uh, well, that makes that you are your own style there. icon, and then someone is going to. I am my own. And then you are going to be other. But also style Wednesday icons. Adams. Yeah. Also Wednesday Adams. It's the Spooks. Um, okay, it is. This is another one specifically for Vanessa. Does oh, Vanessa no. ever eat hot Cheetos with extra hot sauce in bed? I can no, answer this. I do no, not eat in bed, my she does not eat in bed. I no. was gonna say I I know the answer is, to this. There is no food in bed. A strict strict policy. No food in the bed. Yeah. If I ever found a so much as a crumb of a crumb in my bed, burn it to the ground. Yeah. I can't. No. I. It's a rare thing. I will sometimes, but it is very rare because that's. Like when you really break it down, that's gross. I don't want crummy crumbs. I don't, I don't need, want chip. Crumbs. I don't need crumbs. I don't need crumbs in my nooks and crannies. I'm gross. I'm gross enough. I don't need extra help. Gross enough. <laughs> I am gross enough. Even in Ooh. quarantine, I occasionally did eat like maybe an apple in my room, but. Uh, even that, it's like with like a napkin completely mm. around. It. Yeah, I'm a I'm a freak. I don't yeah. do food in bed. So no, no I get that. I do I've love a hot Cheeto. That have done yeah. that. Yeah, no food. And I bed. do the hot Cheetos with the uh, chopsticks because the fingers, the fingies, the fingies. Okay, next one. Oh, this is another food one. If you could eat a hundred servings of your favorite food and not gain weight, what would it be? I know mm. mine. Pizza. Oh, yours is pizza. Mine's French fries. Pizza. Any fried potato, mm-hmm. fried white potato, not sweet potato, not yet white russet, whatever. Give me that starchy, starchy, starchy goodness. I want it. I need it. I have to have it. Maybe put some um, apple cider vinegar because I can't do malt vinegar on it. Give it. Ooh. Give me all of it. Do you like In-N-Out fries? Yes, but I like them really crispy. Do you ask for them well done? Yes. Okay. Because if you didn't, I was about to tell you, but ask for them well done, number well one. Done. Um, and that's like a weird thing. Okay. Anybody outside of the West Coast area where in and out is a thing? And also, mm-hmm. isn't there some, aren't there some in Arizona? Anyway. Yeah. If you're not, if you're from anywhere where there isn't an in and out, in and out, it does 100% live up to the hype. Yeah. Anybody who says no is a hater. And JJ, just jealous. <laughs> um, In-N-Out is amazing. 
and their fries are like I want to punch a baby in the face to steal their fries. <laughs> um, so but fresh. some people, some people don't like them, and I don't understand the people who don't like In and Out fries because they are literally potatoes that are cut in front of you mm-hmm. as you are in line. Yeah, they cut the potato and they fry it and they salt it. That's it. Yeah. And Dr. Boyfriend pointed out to me when I was, we were in line for In-N-Out and I said, like, how can some people like not like these potato, like not like these French fries? It's like, well, most people are used to them being fried in um, beef fat. Oh. A lot of fast food places deep fry their fries in beef fat. That makes sense. So it gives it a different flavor and they're mm-hmm. also not fresh fries. So you're not used to them tasting yeah. like real potatoes. Yeah. And like veggie oil. Yeah. Mm. So Garbage. if you come That's to California, so <laughs> in and out 100% is an absolute must. Yeah. And yeah. Um, your French fries, ask for them well done. Yeah. Crispy. Oh, and get mm. some of that spread. <gasps> mm, animal style fry. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. And yes. Yes, queen. And yes, and mine would be pizza. That's a great solid I love answer. pizza. Pizza is so good. Even bad pizza, I'll eat. I prefer good pizza, of course, but I've never had deep dish, though. I've never had real deep dish. Mm, yeah, I've had, like, Chicago. pan pizza, mm-hmm. but I've never had real, authentic deep dish. So it, it is a dream of mine. Dr. Boyfriend has been to Chicago many a times and loves the food and has promised to take me there once. <gasps> Yay! Chicago is really great for any of our Chicago done. listeners. Yeah. Chicago is a very fun place. I can't wait to be in you. <laughs> Oh, this is something way so, so in your alley. I can't even believe I'm so drunk. Okay. Um, name a song by the Smiths that represents the podcast. By the Smiths. <gasps> the Johnny Marr and the Morrissey of it all. Oh, Let's focus God. on Johnny Marr. Um, okay. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need a minute. Oh, my God. That represents the podcast. Yeah. Oh, um, the podcast. So, Sheila, take a bow. Oh my god, I was not even shitting you. I was gonna shut your beautiful mouth. Oh my god. So and so it. Okay, that's it. That's it. Louder than bombs. Oh my god, that's it. That's the one. I, I can't love that even. song. And it's like a power anthem for. Okay, yes, yes. Boot the grime of this world in the crotch, dear. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I can't even. That's it. Oh my god. OMG. That yeah. has to be like the like um <gasps> one of the names of the episode. Yes. It's like the hundredth episode. Sheila colon, take Sheila Take a Bow. I love that. If That's you don't amazing. know that song, immediately pause this. Go find it like on Spotify, YouTube, go. wherever you kids listen to music now. I don't know where it happened. The Smiths, Sheila Take a Bow. And then listen to everything the Smiths did. And don't look at Morrissey. Don't. Focus on Johnny Marr. He's leave it at the Smiths. Leave it at, leave it at the Smiths. Leave it at the Smiths. Yeah. Um, okay. What outside podcast, so not our podcast, any other podcast, would you want to take part in and why? Ooh. So another podcast that you could either be a guest on, um, co-host for a sesh. Um, and why? Okay. Okay. Um, well, I mean, technically, we've already I, done. I love the oh, podcast, like a yeah. Dunzo moment, just because I love Troy and I love 
oh, the deep dives and to be involved in it and like have access to all his notes and things would be a dream. Um, and then I think I truly love, uh, I said no gifts. Oh, I've, yeah, I've never heard an episode. It's I know not exactly right. That. Yeah. It's really good. Listen literally to any episode. Okay. They're so good. It's really, really good. And then I think one of my tried and trues, it's one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. And it's how I found out about my favorite murder. Um, Do You Need a Ride? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great podcast. It's Karen Karen Kilgariff, before she was on MFM, had this podcast with Chris Fairbanks. And mm-hmm. they just, well, in the in the beginning, they drove around giving rides to or from the airport to fellow comedians, yeah. actors, performers, whatnot. Uh, and then it since kind of changed a little bit because traffic sucks and um, they don't need to be dealing with all that. Yeah. But I love it. I want to be, I want to be like, I want to be, I want to go to there. Yeah. I love that. I could see that. You would blend right in. Um, I, okay. I, my brother introduced this podcast to me a long time ago. I've mentioned it on here several times, but it's the Harry Potter and the Sacred Texts. We will not mm-hmm. mention she who should not be named. Um, but I love the idea of these humanist chaplains breaking down the text of a you know a literary text and treating it as a sacred text. Um, and there are so many wonderful lessons and observations and I just the format is great the hosts are delightful um there is a Vanessa on it she (gasps) is like our Vanessa a dream um and Casper Turkile and they are both um scholars and I think they're both humanist chaplains might not be correct on that but um they both have degrees in um um What's that word? Oh, drunk brain. Drunk brain. Drunk brain. Theology? Thank you. Yes, theology. Um, They both um, attended. Oh, God, you're going to have to help me again. Um, What do you do? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you. Oh, my God. That's the only word I knew. So you're very lucky. Um, And so they it's genius. It's so thorough. It's so well thought out. It's so kind, I guess I would say, would be a word I would use to describe it. Um, So I would love to take part in that and then i am obsessed with um linguistics so the um yes yeah lexicon alley yes lexicon valley i that would be amazing because i love how words are formed how um dialects are developed and it's oh genius genius podcast that is a great podcast Mm mm-hmm Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh oh. Champagne. Yeah, I mean, I forgot. Girl, girl, My girl. job was like, uh, questions. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay. What's been your favorite episode to record? Favorite episode we've ever done. Oh, that's hard. Um. Oh, I kind of know. I mean, there have been a it. lot of really, really fun ones, but I think that there was one that made me laugh so hard while we were recording it. It was the Fifty Shades of Grey. <gasps> that was really Because fun. we had receipts, notes, lots to drink, and lots of opinions. And that's yes. my favorite. That's really good. I, I remember being really angry 
And there were times when both of us were like, are you fucking kidding? Just let me, hold on, hold on. I got to fight. Hold on. Okay, turn to pages. See this? This whole paragraph. <laughs> highlight it. That. I hate him. That was amazing. That was really fun. Um. Oh, my God. I don't know. That's really, really hard. Um. God, they all have such, like, gems of moments for me. My One of my favorite episodes to record um god what was the episode where we were talking about like the muppets and like fucking muppets oh my god what episode i was don't that? remember it, it was, was early whatever episode that was i because i remember we recorded it in the old house in the old pod room the old house yeah 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 and it was and that we, was so funny and, oh my god the fucking muppets fucking the muppets I remember. oh my god was hold it on. hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up because i can i know where to find it what hold was on. that we documentary could, um, Haley boner day can edit this out later yes was it the documentary episode oh was it what was that called um, it was like i was kidnapped twice or something or in plain sight or no <gasps> in plain sight yes yes was yes it? yes kid it was like kidnapped was, in wait, plain what sight did you call it? abducted in plain sight that's what it was abducted in plain sight okay i was kidnapped okay, twice i gotta find it semicolon i was kidnapped, I was kidnapped twice, twice. <laughs> okay i'm trying to find it daddy oh my god okay terms. <laughs> i'm just looking at some of these old ones sex gelator oh here it is i'm sorry what trying to understand the psych behind abducted in plain sight wait was it it might not have been. It actually might have been like. Oh, no. The recap. The recap. There you go. There you <gasps> okay. go. Okay. Wait. Because there's. Um... Oh, but I don't see it about Muppets. And I thought we put it in the in the show notes. Oh, my God. Do you know? Okay. No, I have my answer. I have my answer. I know what my favorite okay, episode. It was not something that we did. It was putting together the blooper episodes because I think that's when I included the Muppet fucking of it all. That is so it might be an extra. I don't know. We've it's a hundred episodes y'all. I don't know anymore, but putting together those blooper episodes. So much fun because there's so much that like happens in the beginning of these episodes, you guys, that you never get to hear or at the end of the episodes or like in these middle parts where we're like editing it out, we're sorting it out and it's so good and it's so funny, but it just like maybe disrupts the flow of the episode. So putting together the bloopers, oh, it's just a dream. And there's just golden nuggets of just ridiculous Ugh. things, ridiculous words of it. Let's talk about Sam the Eagle. Was it like, top energy or something because i i remember sam the eagle now i remember you saying that like, oscar the grouch or no the count was your type he's like that's my type because he's goth and he knows math <laughs> oh god we'll have to figure that out and we'll we'll figure out what episode what that is idiot. It was just a dream <laughs> it just dissolved so oh. devolved so quickly into fucking muppets it's so good. How did we do? Yeah. It was a game. It was some kind Ugh. of game we were playing, and then it took a hard, sharp left into... Um, into fucking Muppets. Easing on down the road. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. 
Um, oh, this is good. Back up. <laughs> what's the craziest show idea or topic that did not make it on the pod? Have we ever had anything that we were not, that we thought was too risque to talk about? Have we just not gotten no, to No, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think we, so there, we, There's been, there's been stuff that we talked about doing that didn't we didn't do, but it might have just been because it was either too much research or it would have been better with the guest. Like we, we save it because we think like, oh, we need to get a guest. Yeah. For this, like we but there hasn't get, been anything. Yeah. We want to get like an authentic yeah, perspective been, on it. Yeah, but there hasn't been anything that, um, excuse me, that we wouldn't cover yeah 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 we haven't found anything not yet yeah i mean for real you guys dip into that old catalog if you haven't um because we were just throwing it all out there in those early episodes the ideas were fast and loose (laughs) that could have been the name of an episode fast and loose (laughs) i love that okay Oh, okay. So this is our last question from the batch of questions. <gasps> okay. What is your favorite guilty pleasure song? Oh my god, you guys. Oh. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, there are more than one. There's yeah. more than one for me. I have a whole playlist on Spotify called Guilty Pleasures that nobody will ever see. <laughs> Because um, it's songs that I like that, like, I shouldn't like. I know. Um, or that they're just not actually good songs. But for some reason, like, it, a little part of it tickles me and I yes, can't help it. Yes, I know this. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you a couple that I know for sure are on there. That people have heard of. Despacito okay. is on there. And I have to say it that way. Because that must be the mind frame I'm in. I can't listen to it if it's <laughs> despacito. Because I have to admit to myself, well, that's not good. But if I can say despacito, then it's like whatever part of me that is white likes that song. And yes. is reacting, responding to that song. Um, oh, God. Okay. Look. Temperature by Sean Paul is a fucking banger. Oh, and I will fight you on it. I love this. I defy you to listen to that song and not feel your hips giving you a a little (laughs) one-two. And then the most recent addition to that playlist, I believe, is Taylor Swift "Shake It Off." Oh, because it is. Literally the only Taylor Swift song I've ever heard front to back. I've never heard a single one of her other songs. It's not my cup of tea. I love that she's coming out and mm-hmm. she's coming out swinging politically. Yeah, I think it's amazing. She's got so many people that follow her that will listen to what she has to say. And I realize in the beginning, maybe that kind of responsibility weighed heavily on young shoulders but I'm glad she's like realizing the power she has and is using it for good to combat evil. Um, so I added the one song of hers I know, and I cannot help but like 
to my list. There is yes. a part of that song that makes me want to punch myself in the face where she starts to like speak sing. Oh, her like speak rap. Oh. And when she's like this sick beat and I'm like, girl, I it's know. not a sick beat. Oh, it's stop. a bop. I'll give you that girl, but it's not a sick beat. Yes. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. Oh, it's painful. Yeah. Like you feel that in like the pit of your stomach and you just like you want it yeah. to be over really fast. Taylor, um, no. Taylor, like, stop. stop. Um, I have some. Um, I used to, these are a lot of like my, like when I used to go and do like spin at the gym. Um, oh, okay. Like Jason Derulo. Uh, okay. Girl, what, what to want me? That one. Okay. And I'm like, oh, like I would never, like, I don't even know if I You never... shouldn't, but you can't help it. I can't help it. And like, I, those are the songs that like I get embarrassed if like my boo takes his headphones off. Yes. And I'm like, yes, yes I was yes. not. No. Oh, and I just my... immediately turn on like, um, I, I don't know. Like all of a sudden it's. Pick something edgy. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, I was just in Nirvana. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um. And then also, oh my God, um, that little ginger, what is his name? Um, Ed Sheeran. Yes, that Ed fucking Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. Oh my God, he's got some poppy bops, and I can't help myself. I can't help it. Um, this is not a guilty pleasure because I I feel no shame in disco because I was born in the era <gasps> oh, of disco. I love disco. It's um the Sam Smith cover of I Feel Love. Oh yeah, Sam Smith is pretty good. He lost me when he Girl. pretty much stole the Tom Petty melody. Oh yeah, that was rough. Um, That's true. But give him a chance. Listen mm-hmm. to I feel his version, his cover of I feel love. Yeah. But you gotta strap on your roller skates and listen mm-hmm. to it. Oh with my the big god! Headphones that you're wearing right now. I love. I love. I um obsessed with Donna Summer. I love, 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 love. Um, I love that song. I love it. I love to love you, out. baby. Love to love you, baby. Oh, just listen to his version of it. It's amazing. I have to listen to it. I need to listen to it. Okay, that's all the questions I have. That's it. Okay, so Dr. Boyfriend, like Dr. I said, B. asked me a Dr. B asked a lot of questions. I love him. I love him for all the questions he asked. And his were not about us so much because, one, he knows essentially everything there is to know about me. <laughs> and because I like just diarrhea vomit all the things that ever happened to me to him um, he knows a lot about us already so his questions were more about like they're not technical questions but they're questions not about us but things that as he said what did he say he works in this industry but he's he wonders about these things. Yeah. So he works in um, like HIV prevention and addiction medicine. Uh, so he talks to a, a wide swath of the LGBT community, mm-hmm. um, including people who are uh, homeless, semi-homeless, have made it through to the other side and have become, you know, kind of uh, employees of where he works or other places in the similar, um, like uh, similar industry, not industries, but you know what I mean? Like similar types of of facilities. So (laughs) this 
first question was, why do most dicks hang left? Is it associated <laughs> with handedness? So if you're left-handed, does it go left or right? Or if you're right-handed, does it go left or right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So what I found is which way your dick leans depends on which side of the root that anchors the tissue to the pubic bone is longer. Oh. So the penis is soft, soft, spongy tissue that is attached to the pubic bone by uh, like uh, a set of uh, like a two-sided root. Yeah. I'm kind of showing Katie with like my a wishbone. And kind of, yeah, like a wishboner. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you you set it up, I'm going to fucking spike it. <laughs> um, so, like, most people, like, your body l tends to look symmetrical because the asymmetry is very slight and it's usually mm. not noticeable right away. Yes. So, it's very normal to have two sides of something and they're slightly asymmetrical so oh my god like my feet root. my feet are like that sorry yes. go ahead i've got yeah, one long my, my one two. and one I have, yeah i have a one foot that's slightly larger than the other yes. foot. it's not enough to be a different shoe size oh. but just enough to be a little i i notice it when uh if it's a particularly tight a little snug shoe, as a bag. like it yeah. might be tighter on one than the other yeah um so like your nose like your do you have two nostrils they're going to be similar, but they're not going to be exactly the same. There's going to be I'm a slight difference. I can, see Katie, right I, can <laughs> see, I can see Katie with her perfect little nostrils. <laughs> uh, so that root that is two-sided, there's a slight asymmetry Shady. to it. So whichever side of it, whatever shady side root. of it is a little, that shady root, whatever side of it that's longer, that's the oh. side that your penis will tend to lean. Oh, towards. that's interesting. Boop. I want to like boop a penis right now. Like if Dr. Boyfriend were here, I would be like, boop. I was like so deep in thought for a second. I wish you'd captured that. I did like a. I 100% uh, was watching you doing that. And you were I was head leaned back, mouth open. Yeah. Trying to think of what. And I was like, what is she trying to like? Boop? I wonder if it's right, right leaning or left leaning. I'm going to have to examine next him? time. I yeah, just I ask him, know. do you lean left or right? Yeah, which way do you go? I think she goes right, not politically, but just biologically. Yeah, physiologically, okay. um, anatomically. I don't know. I'm what going, does that work? I'm go I'm going to assume that Doctor Boyfriend hangs left because that's what he like. Why do most dicks hang left? Oh, I've literally yeah. never noticed. Yeah, again, that tells you because yeah, because I've never when cared. I'm looking at it, I'm not thinking about what side it's on. I'm usually just looking at it, and there's sometimes yeah. I'm looking at it like. Not like lusty, like that that gift that's like mm, <laughs> rubbing my hands together. I'm usually sometimes just looking at it like, look at that. Yeah. Huh. His, his wiener is just out. Just like look a, at that huh, wiener. Look at that thing. What is it like to have a wiener? It's just out and about. Do like, you know? How do you, how do you do that? The whole time. <laughs> the whole time we've been talking about this, the hanging, I've been thinking of that song that like. Do your ears hang low? Do they wobble? Do and throw? Can you tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? I don't know. Can you throw them over your shoulder like a continental, continental soldier? soldier? Okay. Uh, what next? Okay. Question. Next. Uh, when did shaving your pussy become so popular and why? Mm, we've talked about um, these. We've talked about this. I 
100% looked up the show notes that I have saved in my archive because yeah. I don't throw a thing away. Why? Because this bitch loves receipts. <laughs> um, don't you forget it. Um, okay. So it was in the 80s when it became most popular. It, it had happened before. So there had been times when um, less pubic hair was the the trend, yeah. but it was an explosion in the 80s. And it was when um, it was seven sisters from Brazil and they opened the J Sisters Salon in New York City in 1987. And it introduced customers to the totally bare look. And that is why it's called mm. the Brazilian. Mm -hmm. And... I believe in Brazil, it was popular because of the bathing suit styles. Yes. So like most things that happen to us with, with grooming and such, um, it's all about the fashion. fashion. Like whatever fashion is in style, you groom body hair, mm. you know, bras, everything, like all that stuff um, will depend on what's in style. So Unless you're my mom. last question. <laughs> well, I mean, that's like a special power of moms <laughs> where it's just like, nope. Well, I'm loud and proud. Let it, let it all hang out. Okay. Bold. It's a bucket bold of spiders. Choice. Okay. Oh, no, dear. <laughs> okay. Is it most common for hair on the head and your pubes to match? Or is it common for them to not match like beards? Do people ever had red? Do people ever have red pubes, but not red hair? So he's mm. saying, does the carpet always match the drapes? I know for a fact because no. so, yeah um he gave the example of like with your beard like sometimes uh per the hair on someone's head if they sudden if they don't so they don't suddenly grow it but if they grow a beard mm -hmm. you may notice that the beard color is different than the color of hair on the head so that's what mm -hmm. he's asking is, is it like that okay so what i found was um your pubic hair does not match your the hair on your head and the reason why doesn't necessarily match the pube the color of the hair on your head it's because um, hair color is determined by the amount of melanin mm -hmm. so the amount of melanin varies throughout your body yeah so if you don't have as much melanin in your pubic region as you do on your head your hair color like it might be a lighter shade of whatever your col hair color is down below. It said, uh, according to the research I did, your pubes most closely match up with your eyebrows. Ah, that makes sense. That's yeah. a better that's a better indicator of yeah. what pubic hair color will be. And it's still not a guaranteed match, but it's a closer match. The blondies that I have dated, including, um, if they go dirty blonde later in life, I've found that they tend to have lighter eyebrows mm -hmm. and pubic hair and just overall body mm -hmm. hair than what is matching on the top of their head. The dark-haired fellows um, tended to be, tended to match. Like, I mean, I don't want to be like too TMI. Mine matches pretty well. Um, but my top head have, hair has yeah. red in it that the rest of the Oh. Uh, my match, yeah. Uh, my natural hair color, set. which is black. <laughs> it's black on black on black. Yeah. Um, everywhere in the eyebrows, down below, up above, as above, so shall below. Whatever that <laughs> is. Um, although now I do have some gray in the top 
that I don't have anywhere else yet. But um, I think that because of just exposure to sunlight, my hair tends to start to go brown. Oh, yeah. And I don't I don't love a brown on me. So I do color to match the rest of my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she's a dark and stormy down there, too. Yeah. Yeah. My eyebrow color is exactly what um, she looks like down below. Above deck, we've got some um, in the sunshine, a little vitamin D. We get a little red, mm-hmm. reddish tint in there. A little auburn, if you may, um, if I let myself go out in the sun. But if I do the Elaine Venice of it all, and she's just she's a dark, dark brown. I don't realize yeah. how dark brown she is sometimes until I like see a picture, and I'm like, oh, my hair's dark. I always think myself as like, oh, I'm like a medium brown. I'm like a brunette, but no, like she's a dark brown. I love it. Oh my god. Oh my god, that was great. That was like it was amazing. All I want to do I kept it together to be able to read that aloud. It was so good. What is that? What are you playing with? Oh, these are just the questions. Oh, oh, I thought you were doing some of your washi tape magic. Oh, I'm putting the questions that I cut up in little strips to pull out randomly on my nose. Like a nose bandage. I don't know why I said it like that. That's not what bandage is in any language other than bandage. Bandage. <gasps> you look like Adam Ant. I love it. Oh! That is a romantic, new wave romantic look. I'll take a picture so that they can see. Oh, God, this far be. A, I'll probably not keep this tomorrow. I'll be like, no, I hate it. Keep it. Hate hate all of it. Keep it. Is that how that works? Oh, my God. So, you guys, that's our 100th episode. Hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed making it. Um, thank you so 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 much to the new to the people that have been there since episode one um it's amazing it i thought about it earlier and i kind of got a little like emotional about it because Did you get for clamped a hundred episodes is no small feat and i'm so proud of us it's not for... and i do not have small feet i have size no. nine feet oh i've got size eight <laughs> eight and a half really? depending on the cut yeah really? and my left foot is a half size so, like, you know how, like, you're like, oh, yeah, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, mine aren't, like, a size difference. No, my left foot is, like, basically a half oh. size bigger than my right foot. I was doing, like. <gasps> my left foot's the bigger foot, too, but it's not quite half. Yeah, she's a. I was doing, like, some yoga stretches, and I was like, wait. And I spent the entire time <laughs> trying to, like, line them up. And I was like, oh, shit, no wonder. So I have to buy my shoes, um, In depending on my left size. foot size. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. If I love a shoe and it doesn't fit the left as well, I just tell the left foot like, "Oh well, yeah, you're gonna have to deal with that. You're you're, you're gonna fucking fit in that shoe whether you Beauty like it or pain. not. Do get it in there, stepsister. That's what you get. Um, <laughs> the stepsister shoe, um, the Cinderella and the stepsister. But um, yeah, so I got a little worked up thinking about how many episodes we've done it's been amazing i'm a it's little a- bit drunk katie all i want to do is put my head down on the desk and close my eyes yay i'm trying desperately to not to show you all i don't want to go to sleep i don't, <laughs> don't want to go to sleep but i just want to like put my head down and close my eyes so yeah uh that's 100 episodes deep y'all we're 100 deep um so you know the spiel, but I'll give it to you again, um, as we have a hundred <laughs> times already, ninety-nine oh, times already. Drunk voice. 
<laughs> you're drunk. Deep. Deep. Um, we've heard you've heard this ninety nine times. <laughs> but I'm gonna give it to you for the last time, last one hundredth time. Um so we are at the bottom Bible. You can email us at the bottom Bible at gmail.com. Anywhere you look, there we will be. We will be the bottom Bible. Um Instagram, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Look for the bottom Bible. There we'll be. Bottombible.com. You can find all the show notes to our episodes. And yeah, that's gonna do it. We're gonna be back 101 next week with some more great something topics that you're gonna love and treasure and listen to. On repeat. And we aren't at all stalling and making up as we no. go along. No, it's going to be great. I'm trying to do my best. It's going to be amazing. Alexis. It's going to be great. Mm. You do mm, a great diva. Alexis. <laughs> you do do a great Alexis. <laughs> oh, that show is so good. I love it. Um, all right. Well, goodbye. Uh, we'll meet again at 101 on the 101. And it- it took on the 101 and it took you 100 episodes to for us to divulge the color of our pubic hair but but here you are. are you made it this far You're, congratulations that's what, that's what we're willing to give that's your we don't need to see yours we don't need to know about yours it's Mm-mm. cool don't worry no you can just Mm-mm. like don't imagine ours but if i guess if you want to think of picture it real fast and then get it out of your minds that'd be great <laughs> that'd be fine i mean I'm wearing underwear, so it's okay. You can't yeah. see them. Same. Um, it's possibly. And it doesn't. It's bedazzled, bejeweled. I was bedeviled with activities, so it's occupied. Oh, bedeviled with activities. bejeweled. <laughs> um, she's, yeah. So, uh, oh, God, how do we end this podcast? <laughs> I haven't, Just, I haven't I done mean, a drunk podcast you. in a month. I don't know what's happening. Thank um, you for the hundred listens. Yeah. Um, thank you in advance for a hundred more. I don't know. Oh, 200 is going to be a rip roaring great time. Um, it'll be like two years from now. <laughs> Boy, oh, God. God. Oh, yeah. About. That's crazy. About that. Um, That's exciting. Um, yeah. Maybe by thank then we'll be able to be in the same room And thank together. y'all. And. Oh, I had to bring it down. <gasps> oh, my God. Bring it oh, back my up. God. Stark. Stark. <laughs> Let's go back to pubes. She dark. She dark. Back to pubes. She dark. Oh, when Alexis um, gets the, uh, she's, uh, doesn't she have like a degree in pubic relations? Pubic relations. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we. Yes. Marketing um, and pubic relations. That's basically what this podcast is. <laughs> it's marketing and pubic relations. Pubic relations. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And on that note, folks, thank you for uh, being with us for 100 episodes. Uh, We can't wait to bring you 100 more. Yes. Cheers with my empty glass. Cheers, chin chin. You can't see it because my back. Oh, there it is. Cheers. Yay. I'll do like a. That sounded a little bit like um, Muppet Christmas Carol when the bell tolls. (laughs) <laughs> a little ominous. That's good. <laughs> but I like kind it. Of... I'm I'm not scared of an ominous. Okay. That's nice. That's nice. It. That's nice. It. That's nice. <laughs> Whatever. Oh my god. Oh my Jesus. god. Good boy, you guys. Goodbye. Good boy. Goodbye. Tell me what you want from me. I really need it. I really need it. Tell me what you want from me.
Oh, I've missed alcohol.